I'm coming in hot. What is up, guys? Back with another episode of Coming In Hot, episode two with Adam and Spencer. We got a good podcast for you guys today. Got some good topics we're going to hit on. I'm excited about it. Got some good, like, uh, we're going to hit on some good stuff. Yeah, I appreciate you guys for tuning in for that first episode. A couple views on YouTube. We're just getting started, guys. So, you know, stay tuned. Each week we should be dropping an extra, a new episode. Yes, sir. So, um, you know, stay with us on that. And um, each time, you know, give us feedback. If it's in our comments on our on our YouTube page, give us feedback. What we can do better. What we can, um, you know, change up. But uh, we do have a nice little um, podcast today. And uh, let's get started. Definitely. Um, so my first topic I want to hit on today is like we've have any of you watched the combine lately in the last few days? I've been staying up on it. Yeah, here and there. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, seeing the highlights, but basically, I've been <laughs> I've been alive and at work. But I've seen I've seen some good highlights on the combine. I mean, I'm very interested in, in seeing where these these uh, college kids get to go. It's a good class. I mean, I don't think it's as big as or a highly anticipated class as it was last year. With a lot of people come in, I mean, there's a good quarterbacks in this one, some good wide receivers in this one. Um, but, I mean, a lot of them, you really didn't know about them until their last two years of college. I mean, a lot of people, you know, you know from freshman year are going to be really big, but now you have these other quarterbacks who you only know two years after their last two years, they've kind of balled out. So now they're like, when they get into the league, I mean, they could be really good. Definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, a big one that stood out to me would be uh... – quarterback from Cincinnati was Desmond Ritter. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was one of the only quarterbacks to run the 40-yard dash. He ran a 4-5-2. Four, four, five, five, two. That's not bad. And uh, he was, but like I said with the 40-yard dash, he was one of the only ones to run it. He's one of the only ones to do the vertical jump, the broad jump, and because most quarterbacks opted out of that just because they wanted to show off their arms. Yeah, that's all they got to do. That's all they really need to do when it comes into the NFL draft is to show off that for teams to say. So have y'all had any other quarterbacks that y'all thought Stood out to y'all besides, I don't know, Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis. Malik Willis, yeah, Malik Willis from Liberty. I mean, I saw one of his throws. I think it was, a you know, just a, just a streak. And, I mean, I, it had to be in the air for, it felt like, five seconds easy and hit him right yards. in stride. It was crazy. I think that really cemented himself as, all right, because, I mean, a lot of people are trying to put who the best QB is. Is it Malik Willis? Is it Kenny Pickett? Is it Sam Howell? I wish Matt Corral was healthy. I wish his ankle wasn't messed up or whatever's wrong because I want to see him throw. I kind of want to see how fast he was going to be. But Malik Willis, I think he's like, all right, well, I'm about to be number one. Whoever team comes to me, like, I'm trying to get it. But another thing you're looking at as well is, like, Matt Corral is doing a uh, pro day. He's going to do it at Ole Miss, and he's going to be the only quarterback around, so he's not going to have that pressure of all the other right. quarterbacks. Right, that's true. But the, the thing yeah. you think about is, if you don't want to deal with that pressure with all the quarterbacks around you at the right. NFL Combine, how are you going to deal with that with 90,000 fans around yeah, you true. on any given day? But then, I mean, if we think about it, too, is, like, last year there was no Combine. Definitely. There was no Combine last year. So, as you said, the quarterbacks all had pro days, which – in a way, helped them out because they just got to, like you said, they had no other quarterbacks at that pro day besides themselves. So now you actually have the combine, and it's showing, oh, I'm comparing Malik. I'm par- I'm comparing, um, you know, Pickett and, and Ritter. I'm comparing all these because I see them right then and there. So it is a lot more pressure on these quarterbacks to be able to do a lot more. Um, you know, as we know, Liberty's not a huge school, right? You're not hearing about not them in the championships. You're not hearing no. them about uh, all Are they the way D1? They- 
Yeah, they're they D one. They're over on the they're on the East Coast. They're over. I can't remember. I think it's Virginia. So then we kind of overlook, you know, quarterbacks since we're always hearing about these big name teams. Okay, but we don't think about Liberty and we don't think about these quarterbacks. But they still have talent. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, even I have Dustin Crum. Have you guys heard of him? Yeah, he, he well not until now. Not until now, right? Yeah, not not until he the was, combine. He was throwing. But it. he's from Kent State, right? Yeah, he was the 2021 MAC Player of the Year. And bawled in the in the in the combine. Right. Just throwing on accurate, showing dimes, going down the field again. But like that, I, I couldn't tell you who Dustin Crum was if you came to me. He played for Kent State. Like again, we don't hear about these big name teams. So when we see them go off inside of the into the combine, it's it just brings yeah it brings attention to these quarterbacks. There was a quarterback from from Brown out there throwing. Yeah. Brown. Like again, like that's not a team you really hear about, but he was out there throwing really good balls. Yeah. So it just it just shines light on other quarterbacks besides, of course, you hear you hear about Pickett because he's from Pitt. You know, had the had the little fake slide in his bowl game. Sam Howell from so, UNC. Sam Howell from UNC. You're Sam Howell. Carson Strong from right. uh, Carson Strong North from Dakota the, State. Uh, was it, oh, okay, yeah, I thought it was Nevada. But anyway, but you just hear the right. You just hear these these teams, right? You just hear these teams. Um, that are huge in, in, in college football, right. and that's why the quarterback sit at the top, like like a Matt Corral, right. you know. But then you kind of lose sight of a Malik um, Willis. Willis. I think that's because, why he, you know, I think that's why he's balling, right? Because he wants to radar. prove himself. He's under the radar. He wants to prove himself. You know? and, and I mean, just like I mean, I mean, if you think about it too, when we think about the combine, again, plays players that play at like Carson Wentz, right? North Dakota State. That's they won championship games, but, I say, but yeah. we didn't really think about Carson Wentz until he came to the. The combine and now you know in the NFL, Jimmy G, Jimmy G, right? These quarterbacks. I don't know where he went to college at. I don't remember either. But, but I mean, even some quarterbacks like if you think about Big Ben, Miami, Ohio, Miami, Ohio. Well, like again, that's, that's not a one. team that we think about, but he came into the league and balled out. So the combine really brings attention to a lot of these these quarterbacks. But I agree. If 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 it was me, Malik definitely had the best QB arm in the entire entire combine. But here's another thing to go into. Don't mean to cut you off, but either. what do you what do you want when you come to a quarterback? Do you want a power arm? Do you want mm-hmm. a rushing quarterback? Do you want mm-hmm. a, do you want dual threat? Do you want someone who can throw right. the ball and run the ball? Yeah, that's the thing you think about because yeah. Desmond Ritter can do both. Right. Malik Willis don't know if he can do both. Yeah, I mean, he's we, he's, he's done it a little, but you look at the teams he's played at when he played with Liberty. He didn't play against all these big schools. He didn't play against the Alabamas, nope. the Auburns, nope. the Texas A&M. I mean, and not, not just to name off SEC schools like the, the Ohio States, the yeah. Clemsons. He didn't the play against the big D1 teams. The big D1 yeah. teams. Yeah. And, and just because, you know, like with college football, um, you're going to have like these little teams like Liberty. They're not going to play the big conferences uh-huh. just because even if they have a good record, yeah. it's hard for them to even get in the right. top 25. Like Coastal Carolina. I know they're kind of like not talking about quarterbacks, but – they're not really a big name team, but their record was so good. But not really a big name team. But you know, they kind they're of still landed in the top twenty-five. Right, exactly. I'm just saying. But mm-hmm. you know, these teams that aren't to the top, their players kind of fade them way out because you don't really see them as much and you don't hear hear them as much. But um, with going back to Desmond Ritter, I mean, running a four-five as a quarterback and throwing nice at the combine. Again, that's a that's a dual threat quarterback, which I've seen a lot of people say he's going to be the starter at uh, Denver or Pittsburgh. These places that have these vacancies, these QB vacancies, are you know I think a nice destination. And if I was a GM for a, an NFL team, I'm not gonna lie, it's it's, it's kind of tough to choose between Pickett, Ritter, Davis, um, places like that. You know, because we don't you know you don't know who who's gonna be the best out of the combine. You don't. They have no pressure. You're throwing to a wide open receiver with no coverage. You're not gonna know until game time. Right. You're not really gonna know until but you that's... see it. In, but I mean, 
not to say like many quarterbacks can go out there and throw a dime 65 yards on the field again you have nobody coming at you you have no you have no cornerback on your receivers you just have the time to throw don't get me wrong they're still making great great throws out there but it just kind of changes a lot of what how they're going to play in the actual game live game i wish the combine would kind of show some things like that you know what's the live what's the live look going to look like are they going to be scrambled under pressure because as we saw zach wilson went off in the combine last last year. He didn't have Throwing, a combine. Pro day. Oh, pro day. Excuse me. All right, no combine. But so, then you go look at the Jets, and they don't have an offensive line. Right. So it, like he's scrambling. He's throwing picks. He's he's not throwing the touchdowns. But in the pro day, oh my gosh, man, throwing sixty five field sixty five yards down the field, right in the basket, a great catch, great throw. But in real life, it's like okay, well, like you said, New York Jets don't have a, an offensive line, and they don't have the weapons they need. They have the quarterback, but. They, I mean, of course, as the GM, these 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 questions come into factor of you know who's the best. So, well, going from quarterbacks, um, did you have any running backs that stood out to you? Before we leave quarterbacks, I th- I always want to say there's there's a one weird thing that I really forgot that gauge is like hand size, mm-hmm. and they were criticizing old boy Kenny Pickett because he had like an eight and a half size hand, right. and it's too small, too small. I don't know if y'all remember last year mm-hmm. happened to Joe Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. He has a a nine inch, and everybody was like. Oh, they're like, he has too small of a hands. He can't throw the ball. And he actually, like, tweeted out. He's like, oh, I'm considering retirement. Early retirement, yeah. because yeah. it's too small. Because he thought his hands were going to be too small. But it's crazy him. because, I mean, the smallest – he's if he – when he goes into the league, he will have the smallest hands than any signal caller in the NFL. Dang. That's crazy. Which, which so, the average was like – I was reading about it earlier today. It's like – and um, it was like it was like nine, yeah. nine and a quarter. Yeah, because that I mean like Joe Burrow's is nine, and then Patrick Mahomes is nine and a quarter. I mean, those are just two big like quarterbacks how you see size hands are. So I really I, f- I forgot they gauged it. I, f- I mean, when you think about it, gripping the ball is serious. Yeah, getting yeah. it from underneath the center, throwing it whenever you're getting hit. If you don't hold it the correct correct way, it's an easy fumble. Yep. Things like that that people don't realize. Okay, yep. they kind of gauge that. So that was yep. one thing that I was like, oh, I mean. Miss Man can throw it 65 yards, but they're, just because his hands are small, there's a reason he could fall in the draft. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, and I also saw, too, as I was watching, you know, the best of the combine, they they added a, a um, I guess I would say, an extra um, element to the to the combine was power. Oh, how throw fast power. they spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Target, Speed. How fast they could throw the yeah, power yeah, yeah. of it. I'm not sure how far the distance was, but Sam Howell had a 58. 55. Oh, 50, 58. Something like that. Yeah, 58 yeah, yeah. mile an hour. Which is crazy. From, which is, like, I mean, but again, yeah. fitting it between those tiny windows. I guess what's what in, That just shows, okay, he can whip it in there. He could throw these lasers on a, on a line, things like along those lines. So it's cool that they're kind of adding more of these little features to kind of figure out which quarterback would be the best for their team. Yeah. But going on to what Adam was saying, um, running backs, I mean, Dalvin Cook's little brother. He actually, uh, I mean, even coming from Georgia, he actually had a really nice combine, quick. Um, you could tell he, he could, la- his move movement lateral was really nice to me. Nice hands out of the backfield. Things on those lines. He looked like a good overall running back. Me, personally, as a Dolphin fan, I would like to have him. Um, he could fall later into the draft. But um, that's kind of one of the running backs that stood out to me because um, I really didn't think too much. I mean, he didn't go off at Georgia. He wasn't one of the main running backs at Georgia. But to see him come in and, and, and actually, I mean, in my opinion, blow me away in the combine, I was like, wow, this guy this guy can play. Um, and and not, to, not to say he's going to be a high, high draft pick, but he could fall back a little bit. Would be nice, right? Um, but he was one of the ones that stood out to me as a running back. What about you, Adam? Um, Perry, I think it's Perry Strong from South Dakota State. Ooh, okay. He had one of the fastest 40 times at a 4.37. Woo! 
Ooh, that's moving. The vertical jump was a 36 inch, and the broad jump was a 10 foot four. Man, how that, how tall is he? I Did you see? I don't remember exactly. That's still, my yeah. Somewhere in the range of like. 5'8 to 5'10. Yeah. Nice. He's, he's a small, stout guy. But then again, you look at like where he came from. From You haven't heard of him since right. the last two years. Right. And Because he's coming from South Dakota State. And they only play teams. I can't remember what conference they're in. But I know they play teams such as North Dakota State. And they play North Dakota. Yeah, which is, and, like, again, not teams that you really hear about. Yeah. And uh, so I just I thought it was funny because their, their motto at, like, San South Dakota State is like be as fast as a jackrabbit because that's their that's their mascot. That's their mascot, <laughs> and he was one of the fastest running backs, so it was pretty cool to see. But another guy I had on the radar that I was looking at was Brees Hall from Iowa State over in the Big yeah, Twelve. I did hear good things about him. He ran a four three nine forty inch vertical jump, which was better than Perry Strong's. And then you got the broad jump at ten foot six, which was another big thing. It's he's a big stout boy too, because I was watching his highlights and I was seeing how he breaks tackles and how he continues to grow on his running yeah and yeah. it's just a big standout to me um what do you think Bryce what'd you look at I mean I'm gonna be honest with you the only one that I saw like Spencer said was Dalvin Cook's little brother um like whenever he was like running I saw him do like the lateral one as well like the way he shifts and everything he I mean he's he's like his brother he can he can move and he's shifty yeah, yeah exactly and like um I mean <laughs> There just really wasn't, I mean, of course, there's going to be some people that fall back into the draft and everything, but there really wasn't a lot of big name running backs like last year was. You, you know, you had Najee Harris, you had like uh, James Robinson, you have all these other people that were, you know, trying to get into the draft that had big names for themselves and Trey Sermon. But this year, I mean, I think it's really just your big things you're hitting on is QB and wide receivers. And wide receivers were crazy this year. Although, granted, there are a lot of teams out there that need running backs. 100%. I like the Dolphins. 100%. We need a running back. We need these people. And we think about who was, you know, who's in the Heisman race in in college football as running back was was uh, Walker from Kenneth Walker. For, yeah, from uh, Michigan, State. Michigan State, right? But he was like, so he was, yeah. I mean, what, what he coming like sixth? But I mean, he's still a part of the of the Heisman talk. He ran a four three eight, yeah, which is still, you know, again. Anything under four four, in my opinion, is quick and fast. Right. So having him run a four three, I mean, you again, you're moving, right? You're moving. But did we hear a lot about him even coming out of the um, the the finalist of a, of a Heisman Trophy winner? Uh-huh. Not really. You know, we didn't hear too much about him. So things like that. Some of these running backs come out again. The combine brings so much light to these. Um, Players that don't get too much publicity during the season, but when they come out on their own, it just shows a lot, a lot more than what they can do. And I like that about the combine. I think that it's like what well, also was crazy about. I mean, we'll get to it, but again, wide receivers to me, you got um, you know, Ohio State because Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, they they were the first pair to run uh, under a four four as far as like two like duo that's played for the same college team. And like I think since Paris Campbell and Johnny Dixon did it two years ago, also from Iowa State, mm-hmm. Chris Olave ran a four three nine, Garrett Wilson ran a four three eight, mm-hmm. like point one second, point zero zero one second apart. And then uh, to me, I thought the sleeper was the dude from Baylor. He ran a four two eight. Four two eight. Yep. Tyquan Thornton. Thornton. That's crazy. He yeah. had a ten foot ten broad jump. Too. It's insane. That's just athletes. That's a you freak. It's a freak. Yeah. And everybody's like thinking he's gonna drop. Like he, I mean, he's not gonna be. He's not top because you still got you got Garrett Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Drake London from USC. You got Jamison Williams, George Pickens. But you but know? but if we're looking at it, none of them again. 
None of them had faster 40 times, right? They didn't. That's what I'm saying. So, like, they're the big names, but they're not as quick. You know, not as, I would say, not even as be- as a good of a route runner. But you, you got to think about, yeah, you can route run all day, but it's all about the hands. Can you catch the ball? True. You can catch the ball. True. Where you have all these people, these other guys who catch the ball, can they have, you know, good body movement, turn towards the ball, all that stuff, the good IQ. You can be quick as hell. But, I mean, as long as you don't catch the ball, then what's going on? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Can you run the routes? Can you catch the ball? Can right. you make the play? That's yeah. what the NFL looks for. That's what the coaches look exactly. at. Exactly. And it's it's just all that big stuff right there. I like that. I like that. And plus, I mean, like you said, teams come in and they look for talent, pure pure talent, right? And you have people that come out of the combine and kill it in the NFL that don't come from really big teams. For instance, a Cooper Cup, right? Cooper Cup was what maybe a two to three star coming out of high school, didn't get many offers, came in. To college, but he like he showed out in the combine, got drafted, maybe not high, but kind of late, and now he's one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah. So the combine brings so much, again, so much publicity so to some of these um, players that get no publicity during the actual regular season because they may be overshadowed by you know better people or um, maybe they don't get the targeted enough things along those lines. Is it's just I mean Calvin Austin the third, and you've heard of him. No. Right. Again, he's from Memphis, ran a 4-3-2. Again, we don't really hear about these people. We hear about a Chris Olave. We hear about the Garrett Wilsons. You know, we hear about um, these 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 higher-end, again, receivers. But some of these receivers gets overshadowed. So I, I really do like how the combine brings so much light to these people. It's just, you know, like Bryce said, freaky athletes for Thornton to, to not only be one of the fastest one, but to, to get a 10-foot drop, a 10-foot 10 broad jump, right? 36.5 vertical jump. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. That's it's an athlete. Can you have, throw, it, throw the ball up. up. He's going to catch it. It's jump ball. He's going to find jump ball gonna, at that he's point. He's going to catch the ball. Jump ball. So, I was, there was an article I was reading the other day that was telling me, um, it, was, it was basically telling the world, like, it's crazy how it's crazy how so much, like, comes into the draft. Freak athletes at that. Yeah. But then there's some freak athletes that come into the draft where they kind of just don't show out in the draft. Yeah, yeah. But they were freak athletes in college. Yeah. But that's because they played, like, lower division schools or right. like D2 or D3 schools. And, and I'm not to hate on D2 right. or D3 schools, but sometimes when you have, like, say you have, like, a DK Metcalf versus, yeah. like, a, a six-string cornerback from, right. from a North Dakota State team. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even though they've won national championships, it's right. kind of like it's kind of like finding the freak athlete and finding the kids mm-hmm. that can – Play the game mm-hmm. at the next level, mm-hmm. and that's the beautiful thing. Sometimes about the it can draft. be you don't want to hate that. Yeah, because you know some of these some of these players don't get again. They don't have a great um, high school career, so they get draft or um, you know recruited for uh, a D two D three junior college or a junior college or even like again. So then these these higher players that go to these these higher D one schools, they get looked at a lot more. But you got to think about these these high school players they develop in college right they develop their skills they work their butts off so by the time they hit the combine or the draft they're set right they're a lot better when they came out since they came out of high school they could be even you know just as good as some of these higher in d1 players they just one of the higher in d1 schools right so it just again you can't really people think oh i went to don't get me wrong i mean alabama's great but i went to bama i went to these i went to these uh these higher these penn states um you know uh clemson places like that 
and kind of fall off. So it just really just happens. So so before we move on, I just want to go one more thing. Oh boy, Jordan Davis from Georgia, three hundred and forty-one pounds, ran a four seven eight. Big boy can a four seven eight faster than. Patrick Mahomes, Baker, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield Jameis Winston. These are quarterbacks. <laughs> and this man is 330-something pounds. 341 pounds. Oh, yeah, 340 pounds. That's and somebody who can chase you. Yeah. Chase yeah. you. Again, when you talk about freak of athletes, I mean, I don't know if y'all saw his, his drills, but how fast he got off the ground, yeah. ran between the pylons, ran between, like, getting to people. It was just way... It was, it was I mean, the big thing they showed, not to cut you off again, I'm sorry, but a big thing that shows is... He he got winded in most of the games that he played in. Mm-hmm. Like that first Alabama game, you saw where that one play, he had played like two downs in a row. He got winded and literally just stood there. And that's what that's what NFL coaches look at. Oh, yeah. They look at how you play on the field during games. Just oh, you want to give up on a play because you're out of breath a little. If you can't give 110% effort on my team, yeah. I wouldn't want you. But I also yeah. think they also think, all right, well, if he does that, wait till he gets to a, a – a, Huge establishment like an NFL. We will get him right. Nutritionist. All these things that are going to get him fit to where he can last a good couple series before he's, like, tired out. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of these boys, you know, they go to, like you said, big colleges and everything. Some little colleges. So, we'll stick a little college in here real quick. We'll go for, like, a little debate that a lot of people have had. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can talk about it for hours. And then, so, like, what do you, what is the best conference in college football? Now, you're down here in the South, so a lot of people will think, you know, SEC, but you have the other ones as well. Before anything, before we start anything, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm an Ohio State fan from the Ohio State, and Ohio State has not beaten Florida. I'm going to go ahead and say that because I know this boy, Adam Glover, is going to bring it up (laughs) at least six times before we get done talking about it. So, Ohio State has not beaten Florida Gators ever. Just want to put that out there. So well, I, whenever yeah. it hits in football, in football, I don't know. About so whenever it hits, I'm not. In our y'all, it's not gonna be surprised. <laughs> this man will bring it up from 20 years ago and be like, "But have y'all beat us?" No. I mean, just put just, that out there. It's just a big debate we've always had because you know we've been best friends for so long, and you're 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 a fan of a team that's not even near here. I'm I'm a fan of a team that's three four hours from here. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Gators fan. I know Spencer's a big Gators fan. Um. I'm I'm ride or die with the Southeastern Conference. It's just it's something that's always showed and it's always been a powerhouse. Um, I've got a, I got a couple of stats here just for y'all to read. My I'd go top three for me. One two three would be SEC, Big Ten, ACC. Even though people say the ACC is the worst conference out there, um, I I've seen them come up in big spots before and win big games when they need to win big games. Um, the SEC in bowls is. In the last ten years, is seventy-eight and fifty-two. They have a sixty percent win rate, and they have eight national titles. And eight. Let me say that. But again. how many? Eight. But how many of them eight is one team or two teams? So that's the biggest thing to me. All right. So so I'll I'll give you right now. Eight. I'll go from I'll go from the last. Let me say it again, Bryce. Eight. I'll, how many? You know, you know that's eight. how many Ohio State has in their whole career. How many do y'all how have? How many have y'all last in the last few years? We have few three. Years? We have yeah. three. I mean, we last, have eight. When's the last time you won it? 2014. When's the last time yeah. y'all won it? I'm just saying, Bryce. I'm when's the last saying, time y'all won it? 2008. Yeah, that was crazy. Before, but anyways, <laughs> so we will go from, I'll go from 16 to 2021. So 16 Clemson won ACC, it. right? 17 Alabama. Oh, SEC. 18 Clemson again. Okay. 19 LSU. SEC. 20 Bam. Alabama. SEC. 21 SEC. Uh, 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 oh, SEC. I will give you that. 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 Okay. 
And in 2020, in bowl records, y'all also did well. SEC went 7-2. 7-2, and two. Seven and two, Bryce. ACC went 0-6. Oh ACC garbage. Big 10 went 3-2. 3-2. 3-2? 3-2. So, That's... hold on. Let's just say that. We only had five teams that made the bowl game, Bryce. Yeah. Five teams. Yeah. We had nine. Yeah, okay. the bowl game. Okay. I don't okay. care. But, but oh. also, and then Big 12 went 5-0. and oh. Now, Big 12 went 5, five and 0. Oh. And y'all still 5 and 0. Oh. We went 3 12, and 2. We still went 3 and 2. The Big 12. We still went 3 and 2. And in that in that in that what you call wow. it? When the final AP poll dropped, yeah. all four of those big ones had the same amount of people in the top 25. They all have four. So, ASCC didn't have more, SEC didn't have more, Big 10 didn't have more. And I'll also throw it out there. 2020 Florida got demolished by Oklahoma. 55 to 20. Oh. Just, want, just, just yeah. want to put that out there. Yeah. And y'all can say, but, y'all can but, say I'm, but, not, I'm ready for it. I'm yeah, ready for it. Yeah. Y'all can say, yeah. well, all yeah. of our players didn't play. No, 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 but no, no, also, your star quarterback played. I'm not worried about that. I'm not talking I'm sorry, about that. I'm, I'm not talking about, about that. Before you, before you give, me your, before you give me your rebuttal, Ohio State went to the playoffs again, 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 again. Okay. One beat Clemson 49 to 28. Congratulations, finally. You know what I, before, you know what I think is cute about before, Ohio State before, they made the playoffs again, but your ass did not leave with a national title. Facts, thank you. Thank okay, you know, I'm, you know I'm going to say on the table? Have y'all been to the college football playoffs? Have y'all been to the college football playoffs? Let me talk. Have you guys been to the college football playoffs? Say it one more time. We have not been to the playoffs. Okay, Adam, have you guys been to the playoffs? Bryce, do me a favor. Out of the how many years have y'all been to the playoffs? Bryce, remember when y'all went to Ann Arbor and you got your ass pulled by the Wolverines? This man's on a whole different level. I'm Listen, into my playoffs, question first. Adam Glover, would you rather go to the playoffs, right? I'd rather no, hold on, I'd rather win a national championship. I wouldn't rather go to the playoffs and say, oh, I made the playoffs. Right, and get, yeah. no, not even that, but get blanked by Clemson 31 0 against Clemson in the playoffs, Bryce? They didn't score a freaking field goal. But you know what we can say? You no, know we can say? What? We won we our playoffs. conference. I don't care. And we won the and we won, Who is the good playoffs. in the Big Ten that y'all won? Oh my the gosh, conference. bro. Oh my gosh. Uh, you're, Every you're, time. No, 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 you have no freaking people to play, Bryce. Again, oh, let me finish my thing, Bryce. Florida, we have we have Georgia to play. That's it. Alabama to That's play. That's it. LSU to play. Auburn no, to no, play. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And and then next year, guess who's joining the SEC? Because big teams want to come over to the big fucking conference. So guess what? They're coming over. Texas, Oklahoma, the big two teams of the Big 12 coming to the SEC. Why? Because they want to play freaking great football against teams that are going to be easily be the best ones. Championship all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Did anybody say, damn, I want to go to the Big Ten and play against yes. these sorry-ass yes. teams like Maryland? All the people. Spencer, who do y'all play? Because look, look at this. Look at this. Vanderbilt wins 2-10. and ten. It's Vandy. Yeah, okay, okay. Mississippi State went 7-6. and six. Auburn went 6-7. and seven. LSU Wait, went 6-7. Six six seven. Seven. Shut the seven, fuck up. Seven, I'm, talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. So how are you guys good? How are you guys good? You the mean, the, only, the only teams that are good right now for you guys is just Alabama, uh, already know about LSU teams. and Jordan. It's, it's, it's we already it. know about these teams, since, right? since 2014, no. since 2014, which no. when the college football playoffs started, yes, Alabama has been seven times. Seven times. Bryce. Clemson has been six. Okay, and all houses has been four. Wow. Jordan's been twice. Yep. LSU has been one. Yep. But who's so, one? So, but who's I'm, one? Talking. I'm talking. Who's I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. So basically, basically, what SEC is doing, especially what you keep on talking about, SEC is the best, is that you guys are riding Bama's coattails. No. Because 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 Alabama's because been so because many times because Alabama's been so many times that you guys think they're the best because of that one reason. 
Bryce, let me because let of me, that one reason. Let, let me chime in for one moment yeah, because no, you're no, talking no. about the Mississippi States, the Ole Misses, and the Vandys. Yeah, okay. you've got the Indianas that two and ten. You've you've got five and eight is Rutgers. You've got the Rutgers. Yep. You've got the Maryland. Yep. Seven and six. You've got the Nebraska. Three and nine. Illinois. Three and nine. You've got the Northwestern. Garbage. You've got Purdue. Garbage. You're gonna say Purdue with nine and four. Yes. Nine and four. Nine and four. But you'll sit back and say that. But listen, listen. You you want to talk about all these stats and about all these games and about making the playoffs and making this and making that. Remember the year. You made the playoffs. You made the national championship, and Alabama waxed your ass like a like a damn wax parlor. Does it matter? Wax does it matter? Yes, it does. Because but you but didn't walk away with the ring. No, it does not matter. Because at the end of the day, look at this. At the end of the day, I will show you. I will show you this. At the end of the day, at the end of the day. So, so the last, the big New Year's, what you call it, that happened this year. I'm talking about bowl games because you guys always talk about the best. The Peach Bowl, big bowl game. Big Ten won it. The Fiesta Bowl, big game. This they last twelve year. Shut the fuck up. I'm talking. This the last Rose year. Bowl game, Big Ten won it. Who else Sugar Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Big Twelve won it. What'd you guys go to? And y'all lost to UCF. I don't want to talk about I'm it anymore saying. because y'all think because Alabama wins and Georgia won this year that you guys are unstoppable. Right, right. Because you cannot tell if me though, you if cannot tell me though that because one team wins, the whole conference is good. Yes, yes. No, you yes, cannot. Yes, I can. You guys, we have the best. If you look at, if you, if I, I know I don't have the stats right now, but if we look at the draft. If we look at who's in the NFL, most of these freaking players are from the SEC. No. Yeah, you know what, you know what major, it is? Hold on, you know what the major players are from the SEC because they fucking ball. No. Who? Justin Fields was at Georgia. Georgia, one of the best schools in the SEC. He wasn't starting. He had to go to a weaker ass conference like the Big Ten so he could play, so he could go play some and win some games because he couldn't. He could survive in the SEC because it's the best conference in college football. Okay, because a kid, Simple. because a Simple. kid, because a kid wanted to better himself. He knew that Jake Fromm was in front of him. Jake Fromm, and he wasn't gonna start. Just, just listen, Fromm. listen. Let me right, talk because play. he wanted to start. He yep. wanted to go to a prestige school that's winning the championships, that's winning championships, winning yep. their conference, yep. going four by four for four 100%. in the biggest championship yep. and show out and be Heisman runners for two of his years there. I you tell that. me that's I could you that. could do it's the big fucking no, 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 no. I could do that. No no because look at this I saw this stat Big Ten plays more games versus power five Adam, teams than talk some sense in this man. Listen, bro. you don't let me talk. Big Ten plays more power five games and, and anyone with better results. And they play a lower percentage of FCS teams because Alabama played them Southern. Y'all play Southern too. Charleston. So I'm saying. So a Big Ten. Y'all, y'all, because Big Ten plays lower, what you call it, than that. Because y'all play hardly anyone. And again, I will say it again, again, you guys have not done anything. I like You're talking about you guys as, as in Georgia. Or, no, 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 no. I'm talking about, SC, I'm talking about SEC. Because in 2019, the ACC went 4-7. and seven. We went 8-2. and two, And Big Big Ten or uh, what you call it, SEC went four and five and what? in the bowl games. Oh, you're talking about the bowl games. I'm not talking about the fucking bowl games. I'm talking about as a conference overall. Who won the Who won the championship last year? I don't. I just said Georgia. No, Asking the question. Georgia. What, what conference are they in? SEC. Okay, thank you. But, but who won it before? But you. But you are. You are pretty much. You are pretty much doing my. You are making no. my statement real no. because one no. team wins. No. Yes, because Adam, all right, so think about Adam, this. So think about this. Adam, who's usually in the top twenty-five and sitting at least in the top three? I mean Georgia or Bama. But if you, which look, if you look at the if you look at the stats, Bryce, when we were talking about the draft and like players getting drafted, you've got you've got the SEC usually gets twenty one players drafted in the draft. The Big Ten is right behind them. They're at fourteen. That's seven less than the SEC. But if we're gonna sit here, we're gonna talk facts. Let's talk about 
I know we're talking about records over the last 10 years, or we're talking about records from last year and the year before. Every conference is going to have a shit team. Facts. The Nebraskas, yes. the Vanderbilts, yes. the Mississippi States, yes. the Illinois Illini. So we can sit back, and you can sit here, and you can bitch, you can moan. You can say, oh, well, Florida plays Charleston Southern, and Florida plays Georgia Southern and all this. You play freaking Akron. You play yep. Tulsa. You play Toledo. Fam, you at one point. Fam, you at one point. like 2012. I don't care. I don't care. But, you still, but you still played them. You have to think about it. Like, we all play at least two shit teams a year because you play someone on home, Kim, and so you can kick them in the damn mouth and send them back to where they came from. But think about this, though. Think about this. What was the second best team to you guys last year? This is... This is what we, we at one point the Big Ten had like seven teams in the top twenty five. I agree. I agree. And Purdue was nine and four, ended nine and four. I agree. Michigan State ended eleven and two. Yeah. Ohio State limited eleven to two. Rose Bowl champs, by the way. Wow. And Michigan was twelve and two Y'all in the which calls. Anyways, we made Utah. we went to the Utah. granddaddy of who y'all lose to? Who y'all lose to? Who y'all lose to? I just want to let that know. But I just want to let that know. But in the in the Rose Bowl. A Big Ten team is always in the Rose Bowl because that's part of the Big Ten. Well, I, I don't so, care though. I'm, oh, just, I'm, oh, just, I'm just trying oh. to say. I'm just trying to say that you guys are supposed to be a, a high powerhouse, but you, you got these power, po- high powerhouse teams as far as Auburn, high right? Yeah, six and seven. This is this six and seven. Six and seven. Yes, this year. Yes, LSU correct, this is year. LSU a big powerhouse? They, they are. They six and seven. 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 I just want to let you guys know that you guys here. And what like, they do the year before won a fucking championship. One time. They still won a one championship. Time. But because, again, because Alabama has been seven Bro. times, you guys Bro. think Alabama's the best. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. They're the best. Has there, has there been any NCAA teams that said, hey, can we go play in the Big Ten? Yes. So, Bryce, yes. Bryce, 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 let me ask there's you a couple no, coming. There's a couple coming. Ooh. There's a couple coming. Ooh. Cal is going to have to come. Cal? Cal. California, no Berkeley. Fuck if they've wow. been in the top 25. Wow. It doesn't matter. It doesn't wow. matter. It doesn't matter. Would you rather have Texas and Oklahoma in the best teams or Cal? When has okay. Texas been a good team? Oh, bro, they're one of the best teams hey, in the hey, Big 12. Hey, you, you should about? just call your coach and tell him to fucking call Hawaii and say, hey, do you want to come play yeah, you the, come Big the Big 10? Yeah, you want to come play the Big 10? Because, look, we just need another sorry-ass team in our big conference. These teams want to come play in a conference that brings publicity to their schools, puts their, puts their players in the best – Position to get drafted, and don't think we're just defending Florida. We're defending the SEC. Yeah. We're not. Just I get going, that. I'm I get saying, that. But when was the last time? But when was the last time? Again, can you tell me the last time a big player came out of Vanderbilt, Tennessee, uh, Mississippi State? Can you guys tell me that Prescott? The last time. The last time. The last time. Can you tell me the last time someone came out of fucking Nebraska? Somebody came yes. out of. You ready for this? Who? Russell Wilson. Came from Nebraska. Bryce, you know how long ago it was? Doesn't matter. Fucking thirty-seven. Yeah, bro. Doesn't matter. Prescott got fucking drafted seven years ago. You big bitch. That's like. So shut up. That's like That's like me saying. That's like me saying. All right, Tennessee, y'all had Peyton Manning. But all I'm trying to say though. All I'm trying to say though. All I'm trying to say though. Again, I'll I will leave it at this because again, we can talk about this and scream at each other for hours. Is that I will say this one more time? Is that is that because. One team. Trash. So I'll, I'll leave it at this. Trash. I'll leave it at this. I'll leave it at this. Let's say we're in a conference, okay? Yep. Every team is O and 16. 16. But one team in that conference goes to the championship. That conference is the best in the league? What? You get what I'm saying? All right. So usually let's say there is 12 teams in a league. All, but, all, all 11 
go 0 and 16, but one team in that 12 goes to the championship and wins it. No, that's not the conference. Okay, no. listen, that's listen. That's conference. No, 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 okay, so that you so, so because Alabama has been to the most and because they've won the most, do you think that that's because they have won the most of the best conference? Yes. You're you just you yes. just talked out your no, ass. No, but listen, we're not talking about last year. We're not talking about the year before. I'm talking about in, in the last 10 years or even like since you said 20, since 2014. How many of the championship games have been won by SEC teams? I, I, Which this is, is a appearance. That's a this is appearance. That's all I want to say. This is eight. appearances. I said eight. win. I said win the SEC, win the championship game. What's the most conference win championship game? I, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not gonna say because one team, okay. because one team wins the majority of it. They are the best. You can continue. They are the best. They are the best. You are the best. That's fine. Continue. So that, continue that, to be on the weakest ass conference in the NCAA. You're just mad because y'all haven't done what? anything in a very, very Who's long us? time. Who's Tell me how we haven't done anything in a very, 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 very fucking long time. The last two years we lost two kings. I will. What did y'all do? What y'all do? We won, won, we won, we won our conference, and we went to the national championship, right. and we won the Rose Bowl. But y'all haven't done shit. And then Michigan beats you over the table and put their foot in your ass, and you ate it. That's like because y'all play right. FS poo. Right. We, in order for us, to, in order for for Florida to win the SEC, we have to go through, have to go through Alabama, Alabama and Georgia. Alabama Who the and hell Georgia. do y'all have to go through? Who do y'all have to go through? The Michigan that beat y'all two years ago. Michigan. The beat y'all two years ago. The Indiana's and the Nebraska's. Shut the fuck up. I'm in over here choking. Oh on his fucking God. spit because y'all haven't played nobody again. But for again, I'll leave it at this. Last time y'all went to this conference, it's been a while. Oh, damn, that, that shit was radio silence. Okay, when was the last time? When was the last time that you guys won a championship? What type of championship? Okay, a SEC eight. or uh, uh, 2008. 2008. Okay. Okay. We've been to SEC championship games. When? Like, oh, yeah, 2020. We played Alabama. Finally. Alabama. We finally. Won. But I'm just saying. Finally. Guys, you mean finally. when you come finally? Christ, please put Ohio State in the SEC and get your ass. Listen, we, listen, we, when we go up against the teams, we win. Who? Who? Alabama? You didn't beat Alabama in yes, the we, national championship. We still beat them one time. We still beat them one time, don't wow, wow, To go to that championship. At the end of the day, 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 what's going to be in the paper right now? All right, what's in the day? Ohio State has won a title. After or before no, you're right. Florida State has. You're right. you have the I mean, Florida. 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 Power five. You put Big Ten above SEC? Anyways, wow, I'll, let, I'll, man, let, I I'll let the, the fans on the other side of yeah. the mic, I'll let them decide. They yeah. can give us their top yeah. three. Top hey, yeah. Five. I don't well, care what we live in the, the South. In the comments. We live in the South. I don't care. If you're, if you're an NCAA fan, you kind of know. South, so, North, hey, East, West. I don't whoever, care where you live. Whoever's listening to this podcast, put it in the comments. Who do you think the best conference of the NCAA is? Non-biased. And be real. Again, I don't like Alabama and Georgia. I don't like them teams, but I still think the SEC is the best. Anyway, well, guys, getting, right. out of the, getting, out of, <laughs> getting out of the hot debate, let's yeah. go into what we call our hot topic. I like and this week, this week, it's going to be QB destinations and where we think the top QBs are going to land this season. Um, but before we talk about that, on the hot topic, you guys, you know, like, give us a comment. You know, Let us know what hot topic you think we should do. Go in the comments. Let's know that way. Let us know what you want to hear, like what you guys want us to talk about, so that maybe next season or next episode, we know what's going on. Okay. All right, we're well, staying in the hot topic. Let's start off with, 
You know, he was a big guy we talked about last week. There's been a few changes. There's He still hasn't really announced where he's going to go. I'm going to go down this list. I've got four big QBs where we think they're going to land. I like it. Let's start off with Aaron Rodgers. Where okay. do you think he's going to land? Spencer, I'll let you start. Bryce will go after, and I'll give my take after that. So, I'm going to lie. I still think, I still think the, the best fit for him would be San Fran. Um, but now listening to, you know, multiple sports, um, you know, uh, uh, cast and things like that. They, they're, they're right. I wouldn't trade him to a new. I wouldn't change to an NFC team. There's no way. There's no way I would change to an NFC team. So recently, I've heard him talking about going to Tennessee. Um, nice squad. I mean, he's got he's got teams. He's got the people. Um, he's got the weapons. Offensive line's nice. I mean, if think not it, not to to throw shade on Tannehill, but if Tannehill can flourish inside that offense, imagine what Aaron Rodgers could do. So for me, Aaron Rodgers, I think his again, I think his. Best destination would be San Fran, but if it had a second choice, it would be the Titans. What about you, Bryce? I'm still going Denver. Um, still going Denver, okay. Just because, again, they hired his OC as head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he does have the weapons. I think that him going being in the AFC West, I think that's what it is, mm-hmm. along with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, that's a hell of a conference it is. to be in. I so I think he wants to compete at that high level. So I think he will be in there again. And, um, I mean, I could just see him, and especially because, you know, people are saying, okay, Devontae Adams, follow him. If he gets Devontae Adams in that system as well. In, in Denver? In Denver. Yeah. It'd be crazy. It'd be I tough, really, it'd be crazy. Not, But you think about it, how much money would Denver have to cough up in order to I, both I, of them? I don't, it's, it's probably going to be money and trades. Yeah. I think they would trade away, like, a Jerry Judy, you know, Corlin Sutton, like, all these people, like. I think they get rid of him to bring in Devontae Adams. If you trade those players away, then you got to think they're back into a rebuilding. That's true. Yeah, who are they going to? I don't think they're rebuilding. I think they're reamping. You get rid of them, you bring it in. I would take if if somebody came to me, I was like, I will give you Jerry Judy and Corlin Sutton for Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. Nah, I wouldn't accept. But that's only one weapon. That's only one weapon. Two two weapons. Who, Bryce? I'm talking about throw to. He got. He still. He he still got. Okay, this draft. Coming up, right. you got all Chris Olave's, all these people coming in. He can get somebody there. Then you got Noah Fant. You still got all these other That's, people. Wow, you, gave, you name me one person, Bryce. But I'm trying you to say, I'm person. trying to say, because other than that, who else can he get? Devontae Adams alone, I feel like, is better anyway, than two of the people. This isn't a debate. Okay, Adam, what about you? Where do you think he's going to go? I mean, you, Aaron you, you put a big talk on it with uh, with the Titans. I mean, you know, you got A.J. Brown, you've right, got yep. uh, Julio Jones. Yep. And you've got Derrick Henry, and you've yeah. got an offensive yeah. line. 100%. And it's exactly what he's looking for. I mean, yeah. it looks like a pristine spot. As a Steelers fan, I heard the Steelers are in his top three, and that's just because they're a northern team. They've got really good um, They've got a really good wide receiver core. They've got some nice tight ends that we still have with Ebron yeah. and Fryermuth. And it's just about getting an offensive line in Pittsburgh yeah. to get Aaron Rodgers there. But yeah. I also saw our cap space, and we only have around – 28 to 29 million dollars and he wants about 50 a year so it's gonna be hard to get him there but um who's next top two ideal situations i'd say titans and steelers but okay. what about he, philly he I could you say you're going to philly well see philly philly fell off the table when they really gave away that they're not going to give away two three yeah. first round yeah. picks for yeah. i don't think they were on the table at all and they were on the table at first but then the gm went back and thought about it a little more with the coaches and he they want to Keep it with Jalen Hurts, yep. grow a couple years more with him, um, and then get a backup for him so they can have a growing plan. But uh, next quarterback, I'd say Jimmy G. Where do y'all think Jimmy G ends up? Honestly, I think he's gonna go to the, the Buccaneers. Um, I think that's his destination. He's gonna he's gonna go to. Um, yes, I know my boy Kyle Trask is there, but trash. I don't oh, trash. Okay. his name. I do think that um, that'd be a nice fit for him. Nice little different location. Again, you have the weapons to throw to if they keep Evans, 
Godwin. You even got Scotty. Uh, players like that. I mean, they have no Gronk anymore, but um, they have the weapons for him to kind of, I would say, slide in there, be a nice little addition. But I'm the Buccaneers. Bryce? I'm going Commodores or Commanders. That's what I they are. Commodores. Washington Commanders. I'm sure we're getting used to that name. We really got y'all think. We really got you thinking about the SEC. I know you missed it over there. Yeah, I say, Bandy. I think that's where he's gonna go. Um, I don't think that Taylor Heineke is gonna be staying there much longer. If and he'd be a backup. Yeah, learning maybe. Taylor Heineke is a nice quarterback, but, but okay. I think Jimmy G fits in that system the most. You know, they're not heavy, heavy pass. They still got a good run, but you do have the like. They, they still throw. And I feel like at San Francisco, they didn't throw as much, too. You still have Mitchell and all these people that can run the ball. Where as far as, like, at San – or actually Washington, they can do both. And I think Ron Rivera could probably take him under his wing. I and mean, when he did Cam Newton the same way, I can see him at Washington. Okay. Adam? Um, two big spots I've seen. I've seen the Panthers in Carolina. I've seen he fits into that scheme a little bit. But one I'm real big on, and I would like to see him there, is uh, Pittsburgh again. Okay. You know, with us yeah. running the pistol offense lately, you've got Najee in the backfield, and you got Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Smith-Schuster, if we keep him, uh, you'd have Fryermuth at tight end. I mean, you've, you're, we're going to be rebuilding in the draft for offensive line, and that's something that quarterbacks that are on the move want to see. And uh, I'd see him fitting in that system pretty well. So I'd go either Steelers or Panthers there. Uh, ideally, I'd like to see him in Pittsburgh this fall. I like it. I like it. Who uh, next? Jameis Winston. That's it's yeah. just a tough one. See now I'm going. I'm going with Pittsburgh on that one. I've seen many. Um, I would say predictions of him going to Pittsburgh. I've also seen him going back to the Buccaneers, but uh, I think he'd be f- a better fit in Pittsburgh. Uh, I just think he. I mean, he did nice with the Saints last year. He played nice, especially when they when he started. They won when he was healthy. When he was out, they saw they kind of you know dip down, but. With the Pittsburgh, like I said, if they keep the juju, um, that'd be a nice uh, um, weapon to have. You do have uh, Najee in the backfield. Um, I just think he would fit into that into that system pretty nicely um, as a Pittsburgh Steeler. And like I said, I've seen many predictions on that. About you, I got him staying at New Orleans. Um, like you guys said, when he's healthy, he wins. Yeah. I think they're gonna go away from Taysom Hill being the quarterback. I think they're gonna leave him as a weapon as far as. Whatever he is, like tight end, wide receiver, every ATH once in a while, yeah. yeah, every once in a while being you know the mobile quarterback need to get a you know, first down through with his legs. But as far as like Jameis Winston, I think he kind of found a new home there in New Orleans, and I think with Sean Payton being out of there now, I think they're gonna bring uh, somebody else in and give Jameis a shot. And I think he's gonna stay. Uh, now, do I think he's gonna win as much at first? No, but I think he's gonna grow in that system because he was only there for what. Half a season, then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just gonna. Now he's gonna be in this new system. I think he's just gonna do good. I mean, like you saw what he did the first week against Green Bay. I yeah. mean, he's just keep doing that. I am a hundred percent on board with what Bryce says. With Sean Payton out, um, you got a new coach coming in. He's gonna have to make big decisions whether he wants he wants an athlete to start at quarterback who's more of a wide receiver. Or if he wants a quarterback to play the, his position in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, um, Taysom Hill can make some plays, but it's all about, at the end of the day, can he win ball games? And he kind of proved last season that he is up and down on a roller coaster. You can win some and you can lose some, but that's the way the NFL goes. Last quarterback I'm going to bring up, Kirk Cousins, leaving the Vikings. Where do we think he ends up? So, I've heard that same thing, and honestly, I've heard them talk about no, the Browns. 
Um, I've heard about him going to the Browns. Yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, predictions of him going there. Um, being that veteran quarterback for, uh, you know, if Baker stays, being a veteran uh, a quarterback for him, even bringing him into the Browns could give some um, competition towards Baker. Um, but I think Kirk Cousin could definitely fit into that that system as well. Baker Mayfield pretty much tanked this season, especially with the um, talent that the Browns have. I mean, you're throwing two receivers. you got probably one of the best running back tandems in the backfield. But to have Kirk Cousins be in there, I mean, he's shown that he can make a lot of these stars play really good, like Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, um, these people that, that... Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, right. These, and that's Kirk Cousins throwing to him, right? And Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, we didn't put him, either of us, put him in our top five. I, I mean, I don't I don't even know if I'll put him in my top ten sometimes. But for him to be able to show out and, and make these receivers really good could be a nice addition to the Browns. I have him again staying at Minnesota. I think they'll ride him one last year because uh, he didn't do bad last year. I think he even had one of his best years he's had in a while. Um now he does have a little bit of problems when it comes to turnovers and stuff like that, but he is throwing again to like you said, Jordan Jeff or just yeah, Justin Jefferson, yeah, Justin Adam Jefferson. Thielen. Uh, he has those two people and those two weapons alone. But I think that like you were saying to the Browns, I think he's real similar to our backup quarterback, Case Keenum, who came from Minnesota. Yeah, I don't think he does much more that Case Keenum can't do. So I don't think they're gonna try to get somebody else in that can go against Baker that's really similar to already a somebody who is. Pretty much like him. Yeah. So I have him staying at Minnesota, again, just for one more year. Uh, I think it is his last year under contract, if I think I remember right, or he has no guaranteed money, one of the two. Mm-hmm. So I think that he's going to stay there. Um, Looking into it money-wise, I, I think he'll end up being a Viking this year just because there's no teams that really – I mean, there, there's some teams that kind of fit the scheme that he runs as a quarterback. Yeah. But the Vikings are going to have some big decisions to make. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a $45 million contract hit. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, which is, a, I mean, a cap hit that is pretty big to, to get out of for the next year to get a quarterback. <laughs> but all signs right now are kind of pointing to him going back to the Vikings because he did make a statement the other day that he is not going to give the hometown Vikings a discount. He is not going to... Uh, ask for cheaper pay. He's going to ask for what he is worth. That means say, yeah, he may say, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the money. I'm, I'm making it. So they're either going to give him the money or they're going to have to trade him away. And like that's, that. That's a decision a coach is going to have to make. So. He says, you like that. Yeah, yeah. I think one more that a lot of people haven't hit on, we haven't hit on yet, was Russell Wilson. Um, people, big one. people were saying that he was going to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, people were saying that Pete Carroll kind of wanted him out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did see that he, you know, he, he verbally said that he wanted to stay in Seattle. That's what I think he's going to do. He wanted to stay. He's yeah. like, this is my team. Yeah. He wants to win another championship, another Super Bowl with him. Yeah. He said he wants to win two more Super Bowls with yeah. him. So would I love to see him on the Cleveland Browns? Because that's something that a lot of people have talked about. Yeah, I've seen predictions. Hell yes. Yeah. I mean, trading, I've seen one where we get him, we trade Baker Mayfield, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and a first-round pick for him. That's something I can see, but that right there, I think is almost not quite up there with Aaron Rodgers. But I mean, Russell Wilson, since he's gotten to the league, has stayed with the Seattle Seahawks that long, won a championship with them, has always been top. I think this year probably was his worst year. Yeah, he struggled. And I mean, it, granted, he was sacked so many. Yeah, I times. say, and this was the worst, and it was crazy. It was his worst, but it still was. I mean, what? Some quarterbacks, their best season is yeah. is what his kind of worst was. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I think that's a big one that could really shift the whole NFL landscape of things. But 
I think I hope he stays in Seattle just because I mean he is a cool guy and I feel like Seattle loves him. But if he goes to the Browns, I like that too. Cool, cool. I'll stick with Seattle on that. I'm with you. I think all of us think Seattle, or at least is what his last year there. Um, I just think that's probably going to be um, his best destination or his best his best um, I guess choice in my opinion there. But um, with that being said, you know we also thinking about how he would be next season, right? Could he be the comeback player of the year? Could he be, um, you know, could he, I mean, could he turn around the season and be an MVP of the league, right? So with that being said, what, I, I kind of want you guys' predictions on some of the awards. That we'll we'll, we'll kind of close with that real quick, um, what we think about how these awards look like next year. Um, I guess we can always start on the bottom, work our way up to the MVP. So um, who do you guys think would, I mean, we'll start with that. Who do you think is with the, the comeback player of the year? Comeback player, uh, Easily in my books, Derrick Henry. Say, Adam, I know you had somebody. After being injured all season, coming back in the playoffs, playing his butt off, they won. I know they won one game and then uh, ended up falling to the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. I'll say it right this Man, time. say it right, Wes. <laughs> Bengals. Um, but uh, I think Derrick right. Henry comes back and plays his butt off and he leads Tennessee to the playoffs again. I, I'm going to go with um, Lamar Jackson coming back with revenge pretty much. You know, he was out. He didn't play like he wanted to play. Um, again, he wasn't fully healthy. I mean, we all had some really, I mean, I guess not all, but I had really high hopes for that team, um, especially in the division. So I think he'll be one of the comeback player of the I think he's going to win comeback player of the year. I think he's just going to go ball and, like, and just kill that entire division. Bryce? I got J.J. Watt. Um, he was going to the year, you know, making sacks, really flourishing in that Cardinal defense. Like which I think that he can do, he can match, and uh, he was, you know. And then I, I forgot what his injury was, but it took him out of the season. Yeah. And I think that was something that he really didn't like. He saw his brother win Defensive Player of the Year, so he's gonna have that hunger in him that he's gonna just try to go on rampage and be that comeback player of the year. Yeah. All right. So you say JJ Watt by Defensive Player of the Year? I got Miles Garrett. Uh, okay. I got Miles Garrett. Okay. I think that he like. I mean, I'm maybe I'm a little bit biased, but. He was on a tear. He was leading the sacks all the way up until, I think, like week seven. He f- did finish with 15. That's not small. But I think especially if we keep Jadavian Clowney on the other side, I think that he can and will be Defensive Player of the Year just because of the defense that we have right now. Yeah. Everybody focusing on, again, a healthy Jadavian Clowney. Hopefully we can get somebody else on the line that will kind of help him not get triple teamed. Yeah. yeah. I think that he could be decent player and easily get up to there like T.J. Watt did and get up close to Michael Strahan's uh, sack record. I'm going to go with Michael Parsons. Um, but he went off last year. I mean, as a rookie, rookie. Yeah, as a rookie, right? Had 84 tackles, 13 sacks um, as a rookie, right? I mean, they were even talking about him as conversation of defensive player of the year. I mean, I think he won defensive rookie of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they were already like, oh, he could easily be um, defense player of the year. I mean, I even think they saw MVP talks, which I wouldn't go that far, but um, kid is uh, he's balling right, and he's I mean in my opinion probably one of the best defensive players on that team. So I would go Michael Parsons. What about you, Adam? It could easily go back to back with T.J. Watt. Okay. If yeah. uh, the Steelers can sign all their defensive players back, yeah, I think uh, T.J. Watt's still a huge threat. I know his brother's going to want to make comeback player of the year, but I know that T.J. is going to have that hunger, that drive to get yep. that sack record after he. Was that he close? T- after he tied it this oh, year at yeah. 22.5. Yeah. So I think it could easily go back-to-back. Uh, Michael Parsons would probably be my runner-up, if anything. I mean, and just a kind of a side note, none of us picked Aaron Donald. 
All three of us. All right, that man garbage. He might. He might. He might uh, retire just because that was one thing you wanted to do on his list was win a Super Bowl. So we never know. I don't see. I don't. I mean, I don't see. I don't see him not doing that. All right, and then uh, offensive player of the year. Who do y'all got? I would go offensive player of the year. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor did not get the love that he shouldn't have gotten this Fallen. year. Fallen. Um, I know when it came down to MVP, he they didn't even announce him in the top four, which yeah. is, is yeah. sort of disrespectful to Indianapolis. Yeah. Because he's a monster at the running back position, but he can also play wide receiver at running back, which is something you don't yeah. see in all the running backs in the league. So I'm going to go uh, Jonathan Taylor. He's going to have a strong season. I think he'll make a run at it, and I think he'll pull it off late in the year. I like it. I like uh, Debo. Debo Samuel. I mean, as we know, he they call him what a wide back, right? Play wide receiver, running back. He gets the ball in his hands almost every play. Um, dangerous on the field. Can get rack yards, of course, and uh, running yards. So, um, I, I, that's my opinion. I think he could easily be the offensive player of the year, not especially. Bad that's not bad. I mean, especially with him being okay. Who we don't know who the quarterback is. Why right? if they have to rely on him all the time, right? So I would say Debo. Uh, what, did you, what about you? I got Devontae Adams. Again, whether he stays with Rodgers or goes somewhere else, that dude is just, to me, the best route runner in the NFL. His IQ is insane. He can break down like coverages like crazy. I think he's easily the best wide receiver in the league. But you would put, I mean, you still put him on there not knowing who his quarterback would be? Easy, because all you gotta do is get the ball in his hands, let him work. But but you already know the chemistry between Aaron Rodgers. That's why he yeah. gets all of it. Because they know, all right, I'm gonna throw it right now. I'm gonna throw it right here. I'm gonna throw it. Yeah, but I you think know. somebody can learn that too. Again, get the ball in his vicinity, Yeah, I think it's a wrap. He yeah. is that electric, and he is that, again, that IQ that he knows where he needs to go, where his soft spots are, yeah. where he just needs to cut back. Yeah. Just get open. I'm That's good. all he needs to do. And then um, I, will, I think we'll we'll kind of um, touch on offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, I think after the, the draft or, you know, a little bit after. So um, the last one I think we could talk about was MVP. Who we think the MVP of is, is going to be next year? I'm going to go non-QB for the first time. I'm going to go Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, again, wow. a little bit biased, but, but wow. I think A little it's, bit biased, wow. I think that guy, he wow. is – a crazy, crazy person as far as it goes, as far as, again, yardage, speed, power. That man has the easiest, like, he has his field vision as being open, finding the holes, insane. So I feel like, especially a good, we have probably, to me, I think the best offensive line in the league, Joe Batonio, Wyatt Taylor, Jack Coughlin, or Jared, Jared Wills, Willis. I think we have all these people. Adam's over here saying no because he knows that I'm he doesn't no have a running no back. Too. Like Nick Chubb, you Nazi damn sure don't have. Najee Harris doesn't even lick Nick Chubb's feet. That man's not even close to Nick Chubb. What I say. So is, let I'm me finish you. why I think he's MVP again. Yeah. That man again got hurt last season again. I think he was out for at least six games. Was still top three in rushing. Didn't touch my top three. Didn't touch Henry. In, top didn't three touch, in rushing. Yeah. Didn't touch Henry. And Henry, Henry was did. Out. And Henry's out and still was like held the number one spot for how long? Who? Derek Henry. But did, what he? But I don't care though. I'm talking about when it ended. Nick oh, Chubb okay. was number like number three. Okay. And I think he was actually number two or number three as far as when it came to ending the season as far as rushing yards. And he was out for like six games. 
So that's why I think he's going to be MVP. We can debate all that later. We don't even have to debate it. Yeah. I think we're just talking about who I think right. is going to be. I think it's Nick Chubb. I, I love that you have an opinion on this, too. Um, so uh, I'll go before you, Spencer. You can close it out. Uh, just to let you know, Bryce, you know, this is just since you want to you want to. No, we're not debating it. We're not debating it. All we're not talking about is MVP. We're not debating. He's just throwing out facts. I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing out the stats from last season. That's a debate. 307 attempts for 1,200 yards with Najee Harris with seven touchdowns. Nick Chubb had 228 attempts with 1,259 yards. With 59 more yards than Najee Harris. Okay, yeah, he's on that feet right there. And he only had eight touchdowns. But didn't we just talk about how Nick Chubb was out for like seven games? Yeah, didn't we talk about fault. that? It's not our fault he can't stay healthy. It can't stay healthy. He got hurt. <laughs> it's in the debate. How does that even make sense? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow, and you can stay at the okay. bottom of the division like you always do. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna debate like, that too. I like Joe Burrow. We're I do like that. Too. I do like that MVP. Um, even it's hard not to choose a quarterback as MVP. It's really hard to. I mean, I would go again. Pat Mahomes. Um, I think again he's gonna play very good this year be that quarterback that he should have been last year. Like I said on our last podcast, he gets the distractions gone. Um, I just think that team is going to flourish, of course, with um, Andy Reid and him. I just see him being the MVP. So He's going to Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trophy. yeah, yeah. Um, I think those are all good picks. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, you can kind of submit it, and then we can kind of see what happens next year as far as like whenever it actually comes out. Hopefully everybody stays healthy, but that should be it. I mean, like that was a good episode for you guys. So you guys, thanks again for tuning in. Y'all give us some feedback. Let us know what we can do. Again, get, let us know the hot topic. What you guys want us to talk about? Like what you guys want to hear us talk about? Argue about? You know, we can always get into a heated argument. But just you know, give us a, give us a shout out. We're on all social media. It's our set. All your friends tell all your friends. We're on all social media: TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. We're on everything. Hit us up anywhere. Coming in hot. No, I N, just the N. Coming in hot. We'll be anywhere you want us to be. And soon we'll say we're anything be, uh, you want us to say. Soon we're going to be on like your local podcast or that, like Spotify, Apple Music. Going to come at you soon. You guys take care. Have a good one. We try to tune in. I'm coming in hot.